Watching it backward, he ain't seen it before. What will he find out? Turns out shows are kind of boring backward, but that's okay. We're gonna keep doing this weird fucking podcast anyway. All right, we're recording. All right, we watched Whoa. season five, episode three The High Sparrow. We're in a much cozier location to record. I, I feel like I learned. I don't know if I ever quite. I haven't. I never put together until this episode that there is a difference between the High Septon and the High Sparrow. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they like, don't ever show the High Septon again. Yeah, and for reasons that make sense to me after. Well, I guess the High Septon does the High Septon die. Have I seen the High Septon die? Is it during the Sept of Baylor no, crashing, well, or is it just they they just get? No, she mentions it in in this episode. She's like, I threw him in the the red cells or whatever, which are the the dungeons below. Oh, okay, that's so right. She, yeah, that's they they just intern him off screen. I, I assume he dies because the whole place burns down. But yeah, okay, yeah, they just kind of like she just again she deposes the Pope and no one cares. <laughs> yeah, which like all of this. All of the Septon Sept or the Sparrow stuff kind of gave me a, like I don't know if I quite realized that um, yeah because like I I just thought that for some reason which was kind of stupid of me but I am watching it backwards so no I, th- I think you but really it's like did use I didn't your context clues here yeah I just didn't quite understand that like this uh, High Sparrow is kind of a new energy well yeah because all they say is like, <laughs> like is like you've you've armed him like like they like it, it makes it seem like the new development is just that he has an army now right instead of like oh he's he's new to this city yeah like so he's, it's a real like pope uh benedict francis type of transition which here. i feel like a lot of this episode is like me realizing that lots of people are newer to the city than i thought like <laughs> right it seems like um everything's happening so fast yeah there's like all this um tom tommen and um marge tom and marge just get married just got married and i get the sense i get a lot of senses during this stuff it, there's like a oh yeah we didn't even mention that chris isn't here oh yeah yeah um, if you haven't noticed chris, chris usually would have said something by now yeah, just we're like, not we're not in normal basement recording yeah. studio we're in kurt's uh is this your your normal this is my your studio studio it's nice it's 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 cozy it's very messy right now it's got a little warm light warm light down here there's there, there's a distinct basement feel that i that is missing from this yeah this cozy upstairs studio Boo. so but yeah so anyway just that disclaimer um but yeah marge and tom and chris uh i get the sense that marge is newer to this area than I thought she was originally. Like through these talks, she, mm-hmm. I remembered that she is of. Um, she's related to. Is she the daughter of uh, Elena? Granddaughter. 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 So Elena, are they in Casterly Rock? Rock? No, Casterly? that's the Lannisters. So oh, okay, they're from High Garden. I don't. Oh, okay. Do you? I don't. I don't think we ever like go to 
we 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 see High Garden in passing. Like there's like I've a montage of them marching on it or yeah. whatever. But yeah, there's like you don't spend any time in High Garden after this, so you don't you don't know. Okay, so yeah, there's just a lot of uh, Marge and Tommy get married, and then they ha- they you know like make their marriage. Uh, whole yeah which i think is technically pedophilia i'm not sure i don't know how old he is yeah he's like 14 though so that's uh yeah I mean, makes this scene real weird yeah well and all of it was weird because you get the sense that i i got the sense that she's sort of manipulating him in a very oh, political way oh ab- absolutely <laughs> which like this yeah. is the first time because every every bit i've seen of them has just been her being kind of like Hey man, you gonna be king yet or what? Yeah. Um, and it happens quick. Like mm-hmm. they get. I, I'm realizing now this season, like basically they get married and then shit goes down mm-hmm. and his his kingship is tested very quickly. And I didn't realize he just became king, right? So I'm just like, I thought maybe he's just been kind of dinking around for a while. Um, and people are getting tired of him, but it's yeah. like pretty quickly. Like he's been he dinking just around became very shortly. king and he's very naive. And then he's just sort of like, um, yeah, there's just a lot of back and forth. Yeah. Where she keeps she's... testing him like, Hey, are you an equal player in this yet? And he keeps being like, no, I'm definitely still a child. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand anything that's happening right now. Um, so yeah, basically his brother died and he became king. And then, uh, boop, boop, boop. Toman is, oh yeah. So there's this moment where I think earlier in this podcast, I would have been more confused because I like, now that I have more of a basis of how the world works, I'm starting to follow some of the politics. Even if I don't know what's happening, I kind of see it in a way, like I can kind of put it together. And there was this bit where Tommen, I used to do this thing where I'd be like, what happened? And then Chris would be like, well, it was off screen somewhere. And I think I saw something off screen happen here um, where basically Marge must have pressed Tom in to ask or to like coerce uh, Cersei to go back to Casterly Rock. Like I got the sense that uh, when Tommen goes to talk to Cersei and he keeps bringing up how much she loved Casterly yeah. Rock you should go back and then she starts to get suspicious like what's this all about and then i get the sense that she puts it together marge has been talking to you yeah. i'm gonna go talk to marge like the seeds are planted that like that wedding night uh discussion um where oh she what she basically says i think like um oh your mother's lovely and she's done great things for me but it seems like she's really holding you back is like the gist of it like you're always always gonna be your yeah you're always gonna be your baby boy and she's never gonna let you be king and do all the cool king stuff he's so easily played oh my god so easily played (laughs) it like turns on a dime he's just he's he's a poor sweet boy um he just and wants to play Legos and have lots of right. sex. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's totally it. <laughs> He's like, I wanted to play Legos, and now I've had this sex thing. Mm-hmm. I really like that. So if we <laughs> combine those two, that'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, she definitely like pushes for that, and then Cersei finds out, gets really pissed off, and like goes to like check, like, hey, is is she really being a giant bitch? And it's like, oh no, absolutely! I must yeah. murder this woman. Yeah. She's just like, all right, I'm gonna go find this sept of or the the high sparrow. That yeah, it's like it's. I mean, she instantly goes straight to like. I like how she quickly decides to like not help her sept 
or the yeah. septon the high septon and then just which i'm not sure because i haven't seen the rest of it backward i don't know if that's just like I don't know if there's just been a setup where he's just not quite respected by anyone anyway. I th- I don't. Or I'm if this actually, is just a moment. I know I, this is this is the season I'm probably least familiar with is five. Um, I'm actually wondering if this is the first time you get to you like you meet the High Sparrow. Oh, I think okay. this is the first time that character is revealed. So High Sparrow might not even that might yeah, be because I the think, way it treats him, it's sort mm-hmm. of like you're being introduced to you him. don't know if he's if yeah you're like you're in Cersei's eyes where mm-hmm. you're sort of like oh you're the high sparrow yeah i mean they, they plant some clues as to why she would want to go to the sparrow in this episode like if you like at in the in the intro they're coming in they're going to this wedding um people are yelling i love you queen marjorie all that shit like they clearly like her more right so Cersei's like all right how do i get popular support because everyone fucking hates me well, and then her position as like she or Marge kind of yeah. Are you queen puts mother the nail into the coffin right there with like the yeah? What is queen mother? Which 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 unimportant title should yeah. I dress you by? <laughs> and then it, I think that's also put. I think that's also uh, enhanced later by Baelish talking to um, Sansa or someone else about. Oh, he's talking to uh, Bolton. Uh, the other bolt yeah the about how she's Bolton. quickly becoming irrelevant yeah which okay so that's a good time to qu- switch over to baelish because he yeah this is probably the most i've seen him kind of working over or like at least talking out loud about plans like although one thing i'm picking up about this character is that even when he's talking out loud about his plans there's like other plans in the underneath oh, all yeah, of it that's not that he's not telling that person he's like he's like four plans deep all the time yeah he's just, <laughs> which, he just his schemes on schemes which this like dude i tried to remember where it ends up for his schemes because so in the i'll, I'll summarize sort of what i'm feeling about right. his schemes in yeah, this episode and then try to go backward i guess um from what i do what i have seen of him which i kind of don't remember but basically my first question was like, why is Baelish even bringing Sansa to Winterfell? And then I find out she doesn't really know either. She doesn't even know yeah. she's going to Winterfell. And then she mentioned something as if uh, maybe she was expecting him to uh, propose or something. Yes. She's like, the marriage proposal wasn't for you. Yeah. So she he's basically like, Bolton let's go somewhere else. and Or let me take you someplace where I'm going to propose to you. Is that sort of the thing that she's expecting i yeah I, I think i think that's where her brain's at at this point that yeah you're her. yeah so then she thinks she's getting married to roos who just murdered her brother and and mother mother Don't and taking mother. winterfell so then basically i just i have no clue why at first i was it seemed as if baelish could just tell her to marry someone and she had to but then but then obviously with the conversation he, he just her. sort of is like no i mean you could you have your own free will do whatever you want but at the same time like are you going to actually do anything are you just going to like basically be depressed by your tragedy all the time mm-hmm. or are you going to actually like stand up and do something come yeah, on man gotta, stand up <laughs> stand you got to do something do a thing so no malarkey so so basically i get the sense that she because uh, from what i've seen of her at the at the boltons it seemed as almost as if like my theory was that she was at winterfell when it was taken and then she was just she became like sort of slave to Mm. the boltons 
But then I was like, why is Theon so surprised to see her all that like it just didn't quite add up as yeah. to why there'd be still surprise or something and so now it's finally making sense like oh Sansa yeah. Sansa was nowhere near Winterfell when all this shit went down or something and it's confusing to me because oh, I thought that every question I, I, for later. I figured like maybe the Red Wedding had to do with Sansa and then she, but she was at Winterfell. I actually thought that maybe the fall of Winterfell had to do with the Red Wedding, mm. and then Not it was all guess. Sansa. It was all Sansa's. It's all Sansa's fault. Not yeah, <laughs> but more just like like the event was maybe her wedding. But now oh, I know okay. that she was she before this she was with Tyrion. So I don't really see, but I do know that Tyrion ends up murdering lots of his family, or at least at least his father. At least his father. So then I'm just like. Is that the events of the Red Wedding? Is Tyrion murdering people? <laughs> like, I, I don't know anymore. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'm just with Baelish. I am starting to finally see what you and Chris have been talking about. With, well, like, sort of how he has all this, like, agency to do lots of things and, like, mix things up. And he has, like, a lot of politics, uh, secret plans going on. But from what I've seen of him which is the end of his arc, um, I kind of don't remember where he ends up. Like, he, he goes to... He, there's, like, a point where he's, like, trying to win Sansa over again. Yes. And that's... Oh, okay. So he's coming back to her after she has realized that he was... Like, so... So, basically, Sansa, toward the end of this show, the series is realizing that Baelish was playing a lot of people. Yes. But I don't remember why she found that out. Um, i trying to remember that episode. I think it's because she ended up... Um, he he was trying to play her and Arya against each other. Okay. To, like, consolidate his own power over Sansa. Okay. Um. Yeah, I do and remember that's that. where that backfired because he says something like, "Always think ahead. Um, try to like imagine all the possibilities or whatever." She's like, "I think it, like you're supposed to like click." She goes, "Oh, that's what you're doing. You're just playing all of us. You're the reason I'm in all this fucked up situation right now. I'm yeah. gonna have Arya stab you." So did did she? Does she know what his motives... Does she ever figure out what his motives were for bringing her to the Boltons? I mean, I think I think so. Um, because I don't I'm know to what those episode, motives are. I, th- I, think, I, I think in that episode, he's always like, picture yourself like um, where you want to be. And she's like, oh, you just want to be on the Iron Throne. You're playing the Game of Thrones. Right. That's like, and at the end of the day, like that's that's always his motivation. Yeah. He is. He's just trying to get up there. He, yeah. He's he's a ladder climber. He wants to be king of the Seven Kingdoms, and he is using people to get it. He he says he loves Sansa, mm-hmm. and I'll let you as you watch to decide if that's real or not. Um, but backwards? he says, yeah, as you watch okay. backwards, um, cause like it, hmm. it builds into like his character. Cause like, I think he, he does say that. Yeah. Um, as we go, like after this, um, yeah. Chronologically that like, oh yeah, I loved you. Okay. Um, and I, that's, that's up to you to decide if like, is that real? Right. But yeah, no, he, he, he like, he wants, he, he wants to be fucking king and he's like using all this shit to be there. Yeah. In a roundabout way. Yeah. 
through people, through himself. Like he's playing both sides in this. He's playing the Lannisters. He's playing the Boltons. He has like a double gambit going on where if the Boltons stay in power, he's got Sansa there as his like conduit to the Boltons. <laughs> but if um, they get overthrown in the North like Sansa, well, he still has Sansa. If the Lannisters are still in power, well, he's told them that Sansa married Rue, so he who's the informant. That he has the Knights of the Veil that he can like use them to smash the North and recapture mm. Sansa and then rule with some it's it, it's like a, like in four like four fucking layers deep of schemes all the time it's like a scheme lasagna so at the end when Sansa decides like okay kill just kill him because she, she like finally realizes that like the reason that she went through all the Bolton hell was him yeah yeah she puts two and two guys like oh fuck you <laughs> okay okay um Speaking there of which, is, I do, I oh. want to linger um, on that conversation a little bit longer because there is, there is this. As I was watching it, like something that like just jarred me. There's this scene where they're on that cliff talking, yeah, and the camera does this thing I've never seen it do before, where it like he's like he spins her around and the camera just like pans out really quick, huh? And like it just it, it pans out and then lingers there like on him backwardly talking to her on this cliff. And it's like this most old school like soap opera y shot, huh? Because usually like. The camera is still and it'll cut to other things and the camera doesn't move unless it's like like I, I think pan's the right word, it's panning down. Or yeah, it's like it's sort of like down. it's making this like rotation motion, but it just kinda like jumps out Weird. and then freezes. And it's 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 so strange because it looks like an old um huh. it's like a really old like soap, like old like dr- like medieval drama. Yeah, They're just on this notice. cliff talking to each other and talking about their feelings and it just jumps and it's the weirdest fucking thing. I did notice that it was just a weird setting and then the uh the just like in general the the shot uh I honestly that whole scene's pretty like there's like a weird part of me where I felt like it was kind of wonky looking the whole time yeah. like I wasn't sure if there was like some weird CG like I think it was probably just green screen there yeah. over the cliff <clears throat> it has but, like a it's a weird shot of a location that's never seen before or since called Moat Kalen um but it's also kind of a cool it's kind of a yeah. cool setup in that like Sansa's basically looking down at Winterfell and like sort of having to make this decision to like take her like sort of like take her family back kind of thing yeah. uh, which I thought was interesting but yeah yeah I didn't notice that shot but I definitely felt weird about that whole well, the way can, the way that was up. all shot yeah yeah it's <laughs> it's like they had like a different director for this episode Oh, shit. Don't they do that every time, or is that not how they did the um, show? It's they they trade around directors do. a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know what the the password is to HBO now. It's saved. So uh, I see a little bit of Arya, uh, and no, there's really nothing noteworthy about this because it's yeah. literally just Arya starting with like the yeah she's doing the Karate Kid training. The thing it's that, like the thing that does clean, blow my it'll mind it'll make you a fighter. Well, yeah, that's it's funny because it's like not only like not only have I seen all of her progress through all of this, but I've also seen basically every other time this storyline has happened in history of film and TV <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> I just was like frustrated with Arya in this in this episode because I was just like, ah, oh, come on, duh! You just gotta sweep and just sweep to sweep. It's how you learn. Come on, Arya! And I'm like, not appreciating that I am seeing it after like, it's just like the most 
boring start because I'm just like, yeah, you, 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 you'll figure it out. Aria, come on. Like, just, just keep, but one thing I did that kind of hit me was like, Aria is just a totally different character after that plot line. Yes. And like Absolutely. right now I'm seeing a very, very childish mm-hmm. Aria. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And I'm, I'm sure she has like moments before this where she's like growing and things, but it's obvious that this, uh, plot line for the reason that it needed to happen you know happened mm-hmm. um yeah she's a much more like just an impulsive again like kid she's 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 still a kid right um i get to see this little moment with uh uh brienne and the squire pod 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 the rod pod pod okay like the band pod pod is like <laughs> He's just like the best boy. He is. Like, like he's he, a good. He's just a straight up good dude. He just wants to learn. Like yeah. the part where he's just like, I, I didn't know that people could deliver the line. Like the line where he's like, "Uh, you have to." I don't mind the. Like she's like, uh, she, sorry she, for, she apologized sorry for, for snapping, snapping at, at you. Yeah. And he's like, that's okay. Like or yeah, I don't learn just, otherwise. Yeah, and it, and he said it in such a a honest and like excited kind of way that just was like no way (laughs) like you don't exist there's no way and he like he's got that sincere chivalrous yeah that energy was there the whole time and it felt pretty natural like he he was just sort of like you know i just want to learn i just want and then she's like i'll teach you how to fight and he's just like so excited about that (laughs) i don't know he's just yeah there aren't a lot of like solidly like good good dudes or good good people i I would say pod and maybe sam yeah 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 pods pod pods one of them um so brienne beat the hound in a fight Yes. Which I think I know based on how they've interacted in the future. Mm-hmm. I think in like especially after the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. And they're like in the pub or or like when when they're in the mess hall mm-hmm. or whatever. Um this uh let me see. Do 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 Brienne served through or served Renly Baratheon and then Renly there's like a really nice it's funny like actually Brienne has some of my favorite scenes in the series so far um she's a good character good actor and good character and everything about it is just like she's just cool yeah Gwendolyn Christie nails it but she has this like monologue where she's talking about how she served under Renly and then she uh explains how that all happened and Mm -hmm. how she was like you know uh, the prince is she was a like sort of a princess kind of yeah so she's like uh she's a she's a lady of a royal house so she's supposed to get like you know married off and and they have the ball do a marriage yeah and renly's the only one that's not a piece i want to see to her. i actually want to see like a this is my uh prequel offshoot show yeah is i want to see uh a whole show about brienne growing up but it's like it's like written and shot like a, a sort of coming of age uh but it's in the game of thrones <laughs> so like you want the detectives in where 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 what like didn't you want like a detec- detective show set in yes fuck what did i one want? of the town um, or one of the cities i forget which city the I one too uh, i think um, it's the one with uh um, where daenerys is 
with all the where Aria was with the the uh, oysters or something. Oh, like a oh yeah, like a Bravo's detective show. Yeah. <laughs> so we want like yes. Bravo's PD, and then I want like a sixteen candles with Brienne. I want, I want I want like a true detective in Bravos. <laughs> this is like fucked up faceless men shit going on. They're trying to get to the bottom of it because it's not a real faceless man. Well, because like Renly's going to be this like cool queer character that steps in to be like you know like fuck all those straight dudes yeah. and like I want to see that friendship <laughs> blossom and I don't think I get to in this show. Yeah, um, that's, <laughs> at least I doubt it goes that far back. Yeah, the, I think I think the time frame I don't know i don't think they do any flashbacks to it okay but you get to meet renly at least that's okay. gonna happen that's right i i figured i would see renly just because people talk about talk about him being murdered that's yeah. a that's a good indication you're gonna meet somebody <laughs> um they dwell on that person being murdered so uh, yeah and stannis killed renly and so that well shadow shaped like stannis killed yeah that's what she said <laughs> it's, it's, it's oh, it heavily implies that it's Stannis. so she yeah so she actually doesn't exactly know that but she right. thinks she she's, does yeah she's, 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 she's pretty she's sure. put it together at this point and so um which is interesting like whoever kills renly is going to it's going to be like in the scene it's going to be sort of like this mysterious figure it's it seems as if um and so that's interesting for me because brienne has been very confused <laughs> almost as confusing to me as uh as light little light finger little or, finger yeah little finger um i just i haven't quite figured her out because she keeps jumping sides and i think it's because she had she's she's sort of like aria she has like a personal thing yeah that's driving her that goes a, like sort of beyond house name yeah and then once she does get some sort of like closure which i don't mm -hmm. know if she actually yeah she does she does so she, her, her, she doesn't kill stannis but she's there or no no, no does she, she no she she she, she kills him she, she does kill she stannis. finds him like laying up against that tree nearly right, dead yeah and chops his head off is the assumption so i was confused about all that because like i obviously saw later that she helps like Jon snow and everyone else yeah. like fight at winterfell so she and... says this a couple times that her that her vow was to um, um lady caitlin or lady catlin which is sansa's mother yeah. was to protect her daughters so that yeah. is what her her vow pulls her through right so she has that at some point right and I guess that's where, like, it's just, she has, like, sort of conflicting interests, which is cool. Like, mm -hmm. it's fun to watch, but it's also confusing backward. I'm just like, <laughs> like, why is she fighting with John now? Like, if she killed Stannis, wouldn't she have some... I guess it's just, like, if you have beef with one of these people, you would think that... Because I've seen how Stannis re interacts with John, I assume that they're cool... But then I understand that, like, especially toward the end of this series, everyone's everyone's running on like what they have to to get by. Yeah. Like, especially John and everyone else, it's just like, well, like there's we a lot need of winners coming. We have to fight these like yeah. ice zombies. So yeah, who that's gives the a whole, shit. Because there's like you're about to see like a lot of beefs um, re recoil. I don't know. Like they're they're gonna, they're about to like get all complicated again where they're supposed to like decomplicate near the end. Right. So you gotta yeah. all come together to be the zombie mass. The the zombie horde. Yeah. Um, so everything's about to get more more weird. Which uh I don't know if I've actually figured out this is another Ooh. loose end coming yep. up is uh the Night's Watch and the Wildling prisoners and Stannis. So Stannis is at the Night's Watch. Yes. 
with his troops mm-hmm. and John is there hosting them as the head of Night's Watch and then there are the wildling prisoners and I'm confused because I don't really know why the wildling prisoners ever came to be in the Night's Watch and I don't really know why Stannis is there either although I'm assuming Stannis is uh, kind of just there as a checkpoint to get to uh uh winterfell was when was he holding winterfell before it was taken no no because this is his whole he needs to go take it yeah and he's from the north or wait what's it called um, High, he's not from high garden no um he is he's he's robert's older brother but where are the baratheons from they're from a place called the Stormlands. Oh, so he's coming from the Stormlands. Yeah. Or- um, he, he has a particular castle, um, which, you, which you've seen before. Hmm. I don't know if it's a spoiler to tell you which one it is. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't really I think, remember. I think they've already revealed it. He, um, he, hold, he, he used to hold Dragonstone, which is where Daenerys sets up shop. It has like the big table. Okay. To where yeah. John meets the dragon and everything. He 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 like he got to live in that castle. That is the one that he was granted. Hmm. Which is out on an island by itself. Okay. So he he was the Lord of Dragonstone before um before all this, right? Let me let me double check that <laughs> before I I had me go cut all this. Um now I'm doubting myself. Wiki. Stannis the minus. Yeah, Lord of Dragonstone. I got it. I nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So do 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 do. So Stannis and Sir Devos are trying to get. Oh yeah. So so basically, Stannis and Sir Devos are there to try to get John to leave the Night's Watch and help them take Winterfell. Yeah. Um. So maybe the, the, it seems like maybe they're as a they're there as a checkpoint, but they're also like let's use this as an opportunity to get to know John. And yeah, like get him because well, they definitely like want a um a good loyal dude to be sitting in Winterfell because you know you they take a castle you're not gonna stay there he wants to be you know right. king so he's got like he's got to go south now who do you leave yeah. he's like this dude he's got the right name and he seems fine let's go <laughs> let's stick him as the warden of the north let's see oh yeah so there's this great moment where Sansa enters the castle and she is standing with uh what's his name um Bruce Bruce and then she just kind of holds very intensely and then just like sort of smiles and nods yeah. which I feel like is the most the, the best way to say f- like fuck you and I'm going to play nice like it's All just like he time. can't yeah he can't possibly take that as like a oh okay cool everything's fine like he's he's got those hard <laughs> feelings there right yeah <laughs> Which is like her whole experience there is just very weird. Like she's mm-hmm. just like at a dinner table and trying to act like everything's okay. Yeah, everyone's like kind of like, yeah, this is totally, this is a very political thing that's happening. So basically, I guess this is the first part, like seeing this moment, actually the the moment that makes me kind of realize why Sansa's there finally is when she is if like her conversation with Baelish wasn't enough like when she gets to the castle and that old lady's there and she's just like welcome home the north remembers yeah and then she does end up helping her later and all of that was kind of confusing to me because yeah. I don't didn't really know who she was but yeah so it, it 
so I'm assuming that like literally all of this means that she's just trying to like Baelish is planting her there for his own reasons, but he's making it seem as if it's so that she can take back Winterfell from the inside type yeah. of thing. Like let's ha- like start some rebellion or do something, you know, you know, like figure it out. Yeah. I wonder how that would have went if like the, I'm trying to think of what ended up. Yeah. Like I wonder how that would have actually panned out. <laughs> like I want to, I want to see an offshoot, like alternate reality version yeah, where Sansa like leads a Northern revolt against the Boltons and <laughs> seizes the, the castle. With, like a damn climate change didn't exist <laughs> with a band of 20 good gorilla, gorilla fighters. Um, let's see. I'm getting close here. Lord, uh, Lord Janice. Yeah. Janice Slint. Uh, Clearly, your first time meeting Janice. Yeah, and Lord Janice—he's a bad day. He was—he was part of the Night's Watch, or was he a wildling? Um, he's part of the Night's Watch. As I say, he didn't look like a wildling, but at the same time, yeah. I'm confused as to why he stood up against him. It's just because he's—he's he's an arrogant piece of shit. Yeah, and then I just—I guess I didn't. And it seemed as if John was sort of doing all of that as a show to Stannis. Um, I think it's not so much to Stannis as to um, Alistair, Alistair Thorne. The, um, so he's like, because he does the thing like, all right, I need someone to dig latrines. And Alistair's like, well, fuck, it's going to be because he hates this guy. It's like, oh, no, it's, it's the ginger. All right, someone has to go sit in this shitty castle. Um, which one of you is going to be? Okay, it's this other person that's shitty. Like It's, it's like, all right, I'm giving you Alistair your first ranger you got some authority you know i respect you please don't be a dick please don't stab me later which he totally does oh i see yeah hmm so he's basically showing like the worth of yeah like, he's he trying has to, to do that or else he like this is like i think john politicking too like okay hey i could just beat you down but i'm not going to because i think you're valuable yeah and then he you know stabs him for it also, I get a funny ass reveal where I'm like, "Wait, is this guy?" <laughs> it shows a uh, Cersei's future hand, like cutting Ooh. open a, uh, <laughs> like chopping a rat open, and then yeah, doing some like he's dark doing magic. some weird science back there. And then it like finally came together. I'm like, "What the hell is he doing?" And then I'm like, "Oh, he's making the he's Sandor, making, yeah. or no, not Sandor. The, yeah, no, um, is it Sandor? Gregor." being gregor sandor is the hound yeah so i'm starting to finally understand sort of why gregor is the way he is yeah and that is in that he is like sort of a zombie frankenstein beast type yeah. of thing yeah and i'm like okay so i mean he must be mostly whoever he used to be because sandor still recognizes him as being his brother and most i think more importantly gregor still recognizes sandor it's like, yeah oh yeah no you're i hate you still yeah so that's interesting <laughs> i'm just very surprised to see that um let's see oh yeah so there's this moment where um Roose bolton is talking to baelish and they're kind of going on about like okay like i've i've upheld my end of the deal i got you Circe. um and got then, him Sansa or Sansa, yeah. And then and then uh, Ruth says that like a, a a message came in. Yeah, he from intercepted Cersei. the Cersei's message. And 
yeah so basically Roos is just like oh okay so you're playing everyone <laughs> like he yeah. he's seeing it here in this moment and then um yeah i guess it's just it's, it's interesting so he's he's just like so why are you like a, your relationship with me is suddenly complicated because like you're you you have a relationship yeah. with Cersei. <laughs> like, who are you not right. talking? Like yeah. he, and then how does a how does a man talk to so many different warring houses <laughs> without ever like coming out as some sort of like snake? Like, um, I don't get it's you'll you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. Okay, he's got. Baelish has a story. He has a story started before i'm watching um i finally get to see where Tyrion, like how Tyrion came to also i i don't remember any of my uh guesses on this but it's oh. so not like any it's not eventful at all it's no, literally no, just really like knocks him on the head and puts a bag great. and drags like, him off well i think it, it all literally just starts with Tyrion just being bored of the inside of a wheeled chair like one of those like yeah. carts um and he's just like all right i don't care what happens i just want to get out of this right. place and so him and varus are traveling through volantis yes um um and, and which is like a bridge city which fantasy writers love bridge cities really yeah oh man it's like in everything um they just love putting cities on bridges really yeah it's it's like it's a it's a trope actually i think there's a bridge city in uh What's that game that I've been playing with the the woman with the AR chip in her ear, and she's in the wild and she's killing like robot creatures. Oh, um, Horizon Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in that. It's in Dishonored. Yeah, that's um, true. It's in like if you have like if you can think of a fantasy world, they're probably putting a bridge city in it. Nice. Because like they're just cool, cool bridge cities. Uh, yeah. So I don't really know why they're going through Volantis, but they are. They seem like they mm-hmm. shouldn't be there. And then of course someone from Westeros is in the right in the um uh where the brothel. Do they go? The brothel. Um there's a moment where Tyrion is about to like, you know, go off with one of the ladies of the brothel mm-hmm. and then he stops after he grabs her hand and looks at it and I it looked like he actually saw something, but I think it's probably just more like internal dialogue happening here yeah. but i don't know what I, I don't know him enough to really understand yeah, what's that'll, happening that'll come okay he's, he's having a moment where yeah he just he can't he can't go off with this with this prostitute yeah okay um and then there's a moment where Tyrion catches before that catches like some crazy death glare from a red priestess or something yeah um which was uh <laughs> It was unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what's happening. I'm not sure what to make of that one quite either. Oh really? Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm forgetting or missing something. But yeah, it's it's weird that she just stares at him because he says we're going to see the chosen one, which is uh, Daenerys. Yeah, because that's like that's what her like sermon is about. But like Daenerys is the. It's almost like she just it's sensed, some, it's some sort of yeah. She just sensed that he was talking about her, and yeah. then just like Something latched like on. It was very weird. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. George Jorah finds Tyrion in the brothel and ropes him up, and yep. then he decides Drags that's his off. ticket to Daenerys somehow. Yes, he's like, "This will get me back in the good graces." So I bring her a dwarf present. Is it mostly just because he's from Westeros? 
Is it I just think, like I think, oh, I think cool. that's why he knows who um, Tyrion is. Well, I get like, that. He has a but working like, knowledge of Westerosi politics. Oh, so Jorah knows that Tyrion would be an asset to her. Yes. Well, he know like he knows one who Tyrion is, which is like you're just some rando in Volantis. You're not gonna know who the fuck Tyrion is. Right. So he knows exactly who he is, who his family is, and why he would be important to Daenerys. Right. And he's definitely in there just to fuck the Daenerys um, prostitute. I'm calling it right now. That's the only oh, yeah, Jorah is in that was in that brothel. Very awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Was <laughs> like, why is this a thing? <laughs> he's like. <clears throat> I thought maybe he was just like, uh, if anything, annoyed. But then now that I put that together, yeah, he's he was there for her, and then realizing that it was very competitive, and then he was also like weirdly, uh, oh, yeah, he's fe- jealous. Yeah, of he's feeling other... he's, he's feeling some feelings. It's just so weird. He's a very frustrated man. Yeah, oh, poor Jorah. Poor Jorah. He deserved better. Anyway, that's all. I, that's all my notes. I jumped okay. around him enough. Yeah, no, I think we hit the most important bits. Is there anything else I wanted to cover that we Whoa, didn't cover? My computer went to screensaver. That was fun. I think that's all the all the, just... all the important points. I have I have I have one question for you. Okay. That came up during this thing. What? You thought Sansa was at Winterfell um during all of this, but it's clearly she's not. Where has Sansa been? Where um... where was Sansa before this? Where did she spend this the the important part of the story here if not if not winterfell where do you think mm. give me a place you don't have to like give me everything just name me a city i have no it you might i don't know mm. best guess I'm trying to think of where politically would make sense. Okay. It's a good start. For John. She hasn't seen John in a long time, so not the Ooh, that's that'll be my next question. Oh. Oh. I I think it was the Iron Islands. Okay. You think she was on the Iron Islands before this? Okay. Then how? Okay, so that's she was on the Iron Islands before this. Yeah, because the, she of, knows because Theon. Of the Theon thing. Okay, Theon, Theon grew up with her. Yeah. Where? So how long has it been since she saw John? Give me a season. When was the last season? We're in season five. That she saw John. Hmm. I don't know, like season two? Season two. <clears throat> All right. Like well, she was locked uh, it in. Final answer? Kidnapped by the uh, Vikings of the Iron Ooh, Islands. Okay, that's that's fun. She was kidnapped <laughs> by the Iron Islanders. Sansa just loves getting kidnapped. Yeah. She's just she's a hostage everywhere. Poor Sansa. All okay. right. Do we have anything else? I got all the jokes I wanted to get in. <laughs> that's, that's really the most you important piece. <laughs> Well, it was really just the Karate Kid joke. Oh, yeah, so that's, yeah, all, yeah. that's all I wanted. Nice. That's it. 
All right. It's all, it's all I recorded this episode for, really, was that bit. <laughs> You're like, I'll, I guess I'll have it. I guess I'll have I'm, it. I'm still waiting for the, the the time where I decide to do a one-person podcast, because yes, like, Chris do. can't do it, and then I'm going to message you, and you're like, oh, I can't, and then I'm just going to be like, Sarah, do you want to? No. Okay. And then I'm just going to come up to my office and just do like a 30 minute, like rambling of what I rambling monologue, which I thought I actually am shocked. It hasn't happened yet. Cause like early on, there were moments where I almost did. Cause just yeah. cause like plans were getting confusing. And I think I was trying to be like the same day every week oh, type yeah. of thing. But now I'm just like, I, it doesn't matter. Like people are, <laughs> we'll get it out. Yeah. I mean like people are like, obviously clicking on it and listening to it when it comes but it's not mm-hmm. like me waiting for another of like whatever you know weekly podcast yeah. i'm waiting for so i have some podcasts that like they they have a schedule but it's more of a schedule in quotes like i know i'm getting to <laughs> visual schedule that doesn't i know i'm getting work. to but fuck i don't know when yeah okay so yeah cool. no you do you do you kurt you're not making any money off of this i don't think no yeah <laughs> no you'd be grateful listeners yeah, I'm not doing this for doing this for free. I'm mostly doing it for myself though, so it is selfish. Yeah, I I was thinking about that fun. though. I actually this was the first episode I've thought about that in a while because it ha- today was it was such a chore to actually watch this show because my internet's down and then I was at my office and then I was trying to watch it there, but then the office internet's really oh, bad. Dude, I watch I watch the show like I watch the show for this a podcast at work all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So I don't do it like so my office at the creative network that I'm in like it's like sharing internet from someone else and then I like can't quite I can't quite get you're stealing someone's Wi-Fi. well I mean they're they're in on it but yeah it's it's very much like we do not have great internet and I'm just like this is not working I guess I'll go home oh dude just go to my house well yeah you know where my keys at just come like we have that's true we pay for good internet Jim made us get good internet yeah so for like all the gaming and streaming and but yeah so I was just like like, this was such a pain in the ass and then every time every time it's a chore especially because like I am just also just really busy with like a billion different things and so I'm just like this was like the most it was a chore to actually find the time and yeah. also get like the internet to line up and then when i watched it i was like oh this is this is good i like it and then oh yeah like we're we're, we're getting to the point where you'll be happy to watch the episode yeah like, like it's been it's been kind of a it's been hard for me to drag through some of these but it's also weird because it hit me that i'm like once this is all over for no reason at all i'll just be like it'll just be a part of like my life that yeah. i watched a series backward for the first like it just You'll doesn't an achievement like i was trying to remember yeah yeah it's just like like i don't know why i'd ever want to say that out loud but like if it, if why I, not if yeah. there's ever like a fun fact moment you're like, like if yeah, you're like on a- like the global achievements page you're like in like the 0.01 percent <laughs> like i watched Steam game achievements of backwards for the spinning no the shiny background and everything <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I'll ever want to say that, but like it, it'll be that little Dude, thing. You can crush "Never Have I Ever" now. Oh yeah, I think. I, I think don't know. so. Yeah, I'm not sure I actually worked that in. That means everyone. Oh, never loses. have I ever watched Game of Thrones forward. Boom, there you go. Oh Finger yeah, down. Yep. Everyone takes a drink. Yep, there you go. All right, there cool. you go. Bye, everybody. I Thank am the you. ultimate "Never Have I Ever." Yeah, don't invite me to you. your high school, college <laughs> parties. <laughs> bye, bye. Hear the little folk song about the dragon. 
Kurt's watching it backward, he ain't seen it before, what will he find out? Turns out shows are kinda boring backward, but that's okay. We're gonna keep doing this weird fucking podcast anyway.